what is good? Welcome to Spirit Bill Real Talk with Juliana. I am your host, Juliana Page, and I am so excited that you are here. I am an author, a speaker, and a professional life coach, but really, I am here to give you practical wisdom that you can integrate into every area of your life so that you can thrive and not just survive. So if you are ready to live a spirit-led life and level up your inner game so that you can win in your outer game. Let's dive right in. What is good, everybody? Welcome back to the Spirit-Filled Real Talk podcast. We're gonna talk today about building community. Building community. This is something that I realized for some, particularly you might assume too, extroverted folks, this is really easy. But for others, this is actually quite complicated and quite difficult. So I do want to share some wisdom, some life experience, and just give some context around this as well, because community and connection is so, so important. We're literally wired for it. And if we don't have that in our lives, lives can become so much heavier and often more confusing and complicated. So I want to dive right into this message today. And first, just bring the the truth, right? This is spirit-filled real talk after all. So some truth about community. One of the, the verses that I absolutely love from scripture is Hebrews 10, 24 to 25, that says this, and let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together, as is the habit of some, (laughs) but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day drawing near, right? So this to me is an epic verse. It's a call out, if you will, right? Like it's okay for some to neglect meeting together, but don't let that be you, right? Consider, if we're not in community, we're not challenged to consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, right? We're just not. And a lot of times, particularly if we've been through seasons of pain and different challenges and difficulty, we isolate. That's a tendency that we have. So it can feel like work, right? To to stretch and to, to reach out to folks and to invite them into your life However, the cost is, is very expensive for not investing in relationships. Another one is Galatians 6.2, bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ, right? I don't know if you've been through a tough season, likely if you've been on the planet, you know, over two years, <laughs> you have, right? Um, but how sweet, how what a blessing it is to have people in your life that are angels, heaven-sent angels, right? That can walk with you in seasons where you are so challenged, so, so heavy and burdened, right? And they can come and bear that with you. That's insane, right? Those are usually your life, your lifers, right? Another says Ecclesiastes 4 9 through 12, two are better than one because they have a good reward for their toil, right? For if they fall, one will lift up his fellow, but woe to him who is alone when he falls and is not another to lift him up. 
Again, if two lie together, they keep warm, but how can one keep warm alone? And though a man might prevail against one who is alone, two will withstand him. A a threefold cord is not quickly broken. Okay, so I will just do one more here. Which one? This one. Matthew 5, 13 through 16. You, yes, you, I'm pointing at you in a polite and encouraging way. (laughs) You are the salt of the earth, but if salt has lost its taste, how shall its saltiness be restored? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled under people's feet. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. There are so many scriptures. I even challenge you to do a word study, if you will. So just use the word community for example, and do a Google search and see how many verses actually come up around community and start defining what that means in God's eyes, right? So that you really have a true sense of what that is. Okay, so that's something that I want to say. And I am going to highlight a couple of of steps that you can consider in your own life for, for building community so it can be really strong and healthy community because sometimes people resist it because they haven't come from healthy families or healthy communities. So there can be some resistance, but that doesn't have to be your story, okay? And you absolutely do deserve divine connections, divine helpers, right? You deserve these people that are meant to be in your life without agenda to truly love and champion you and celebrate you and support you and pray for you, right? So I have had an interesting ability or a knack, if you will, for finding people to build community with I'm somebody that has been in many different communities, whether that's, you know, from dance growing up or sports and, you know, athletic teams or academics and different study groups to a sorority, which was not my vibe, but, you know, I've, I've been in that environment, so I know what it's like, <laughs> to uh, different professional groups from anything from speaking, radio, film, networking, right, to what else? Ministry groups, life groups, trying to think what else I've been in, Um, weird classes, not weird, but uh, classes that were outside of my norm, (laughs) out-of-the-box classes, for example, DJ school. Um, So I have planted myself in different situations, different environments, different communities, because I knew personally that I was somebody who felt shy. I was somebody that was actually comfortable being alone, but I knew that I couldn't do life alone and that I had many gaps to fill in my life that weren't modeled or shown to me about how to communicate, for example, how to effectively express yourself, how to reparent yourself and and be a 
a whole healthy individual in the world, right? In all aspects of that, mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, all the things, right? When you don't learn that, there's a huge learning curve to make up, right? So I knew that I was behind <laughs> very early. I think I really started figuring this out around nine or 10. So I always had it on my heart to, to develop connections and I made a lot of mistakes. Um, walked through a lot of challenging things and, and really learned by trial and error for a long time. So I just want to highlight that because if you've come through a struggle with relationships, with family, with community, I, I hear you and I honor you and I also celebrate your heart to continue to go after relationship. And I will say that it really started shifting for me specifically when I gave my life to the Lord and I then started to recognize who I am on a whole nother level, if you feel me. And I started operating differently in the world and that also affected who I allowed to have access to me, the types of relationships that I sought out, what I did now want to be a part of and what I didn't. It really gave me an ability to let my yes be yes and my no be no, to establish healthy boundaries in my life, to stand firm on those, and to really create a way for people to know how they're going to relate with me. Like I took responsibility for establishing what that's going to look like. So a great example of this is with parents for many, right? When you're growing up, your parents are the ones that are calling the shots and telling you how their house operates. <laughs> and if you want to stay in it, you're going to follow these rules, right? Even if you don't agree, you're going to follow these rules. It could be anything as simple as, you know, making sure you eat on all the food on your plate before you leave the table to taking off your shoes when you walk in the house to, um, I don't know, you get the idea, right? However, when you become an adult, not always are those dynamics with parents, friends, family healthy, right? And you get to decide what those relationships look like so that they are safe and healthy, right? And you can't do that if you yourself are an unsafe or unhealthy person, right? So it does require as a prerequisite doing the inner work and really finding where am I not healthy? Where do where are my areas of development? Where where do I need to work so that I can really do relationships well? Right? And we're all on a journey, right? So we're we're all going to be constantly growing and evolving if we choose. However, without consciousness there is no change, right? And a lot of times when particularly if it is an unhealthy situation, you, you usually do need to separate yourself from that or remove yourself from that in some degree so that you can recalibrate and actually think about what you're thinking about or really feel what you're feeling, right? Without having to explain that to anybody or just be able to unpack your stuff, right? And, and take some time to do that. And it does take time. This isn't, you know, a matrix-like moment where you can just zap you know, they have some little zapper, I don't know what it's called, where they can just erase your memory. That's not how we work as humans, right? Like our, our bodies, especially our emotional part of us, remembers triggers from childhood. So it's really important. I don't know who this is for, but it's really important to be able to create some space for you to be able to process so that you can actually break patterns of how you do relationships and then really establish healthy ones in your life if that is something that you're called to.
Okay, so here are a couple of things and I'm going to give you some some steps to try if you happen to be somebody that is led to to build community also. Okay, so first and foremost, what I would say is get a vision for two things for two things in this season right now. (laughs) What is it that you need relationally? What is it that you need relationally? We are getting crazy storms like all week in the forecast. So you're probably going to hear some rumbling in the background. So I'm not adding those cool effects. That's nature. You're welcome. (laughs) All right. But think about what you need from community in this season. Okay. And then also the second part, this is a twofer, right? The second part is think about what you have to offer in this season. Think about what you have to offer in this season. So an example in a few previous seasons that was really evident to me, I knew that I was committed to leveling up my life habits. I had a really sudden and shocking experience that I didn't know how I was going to walk through that in a very strong way but I knew I was walking through it, right? So I'm like, okay, given this new information that is blowing my mind in some very uncomfortable ways, I need to level up my lifestyle habits so that I can take care of myself. And I actually thought I had good lifestyle habits, but when I committed to leveling them up, it was a whole new world, right? So my level up, I ended up joining a virtual fitness community. It's a virtual wellness community so that I had tools to really streamline and simplify my life, but I also then built community around that. So the way that really helped me was it kept me accountable to showing up for myself and putting my oxygen mask on, so to speak. That's so overused, but you get it. So it it held me accountable to doing that, right? Something as simple as, you know, working out every day and, and having accountability to do that or making sure that I was eating things that were healthy and getting optimum nutrition into my body so that it could help keep my hormones and my mind clear and everything in sync, right? And having community and people that I could connect with and being in a position of inspiring and encouraging people so that I kept my focus on the right things and also really turning up gratitude, right? It actually helped me develop a foundation for how to thrive in every season, okay? So I joined a community to get tools and also form community around this thing because I had a desire to level up my life habits, okay? So this is something that was an example. So out of something that I needed, right, I formed community around not only what I needed, but also what I wanted. I didn't want to go through this alone. Okay. In addition to that, I knew that I needed spiritual community. So I got rooted in community spiritually because I knew that that was where my power comes from. My power ultimately comes from my alignment with God and my ability to hear from God and be connected to God. So I knew that I needed more of that going on in my life. I knew that I also needed people that I could just do life with. So I created a life group. Literally the whole point of this was to gather together and do life together at least once a month and then also bring life to each other. <laughs> right? Like have have people in your life that their intention is to bring life to you, whether that's a word of encouragement, whether that's prayer, whatever that is. But that was literally the agenda. And then I also formed a bi-weekly prayer group 
because that was something that I felt like I needed. And so it was something that I wanted to give, right? Because I do believe in sewing. So those are some examples out of a really tough season. I was inspired to do that. Now, what I do want to highlight is, is I did not believe that I had the time, (laughs) right? I didn't believe that I had the capacity given what I was facing. And I didn't feel all the time, right? Like I could handle that. However, these were things that I was being inspired to do, right? And that I genuinely did want to do and I knew that I needed. So it was kind of a no brainer and they just fell into place because there was a grace for it. Okay, so hopefully that story helps. But in this season that you're at, what I wanted to highlight from that is you can have multiple communities, but what is most helpful is to be clear and have a vision for this. What do you need relationally in your life? All right. And then what are you able to give right now? Okay, and this, again, seasonally, this can change. So I know that I always like to prepare for where I'm going. So I put myself in groups where I can learn about where I'm going, right? Or people that are are masters in that area and can mentor, right? Like I also have groups for that. So really thinking about that. You know, I have business groups, coaching groups, different things to really make sure that I'm not going through life alone and that I'm pouring out but also being fed so that there's a good exchange and burnout isn't going to happen. Okay. Next, I would look at what does that look like for you then? What are the next steps to getting plugged in to getting that started? What does that look like? So for example, in another season, I was led to, to just heal and to grow. And I knew that that's what the season was about. Now, it didn't matter how much I didn't want it to be that season (laughs) or how much I hoped that it would only be like a month or like a 30-day growing challenge, right? Ended up being years for the record. Um, I knew that I needed to be in a recovery ministry. I knew that I needed to be committed to a process long-term and that I was going to see my healing all the way through. And I knew that if I didn't commit to it, I probably wouldn't grow and get the actual healing, deliverance, everything that I needed, right? So I found recovery, a recovery program, right? So think about that. What is what is a way that you can get plugged in? What does that look like? Now, in another season, I even just went on meetup.com and decided to start my own meetup, right? So I found meetups that looked fun that I could kind of bop around until I found one that fit, whether that was a running group, a hiking group, a book study, whatever it was, right? Like I found groups that I could be a part of, but if they somehow weren't fitting my vibe, I also started one because I had uh, been new to a city and wanted to start meeting people. So it was like a new city group, right? So you could do that too. Just really take the limits off of it. So the point of this second part, number one is again, what do I need relationally in the season and what can I give? Number two is how can I get plugged in or how can I get that started depending on what you're led to do? And it might even be both. So this is more of a brain dump, just a list of the ways to to actually take action <laughs> on building community, whatever that is. I could start a Bible study. I could, you know, um, 
ask some friends if they know anybody that has a prayer group. I can, you know, look on meetup.com, for example. I can look online for groups that are in this specific theme or topic, whatever it is. But make a list literally of everything that you can think of that you can actually do. Okay, and this could even be around something that you want to learn. I mentioned DJ school earlier because I thought that would be silly. Um, it could be cooking. It could be whatever, right? But the point is to get around people that have shared interests or desires or intentions and motivations as you. They have similar DNA if you want to look at it that way. All right. And then number three, I... I really think that this is important because it's so important to know the times and seasons. Just read Ecclesiastes on this one. But I, as a general rule, go in with gratitude. Go in with gratitude. Like it's go in with gratitude, with connection, with the intention of being light, with blessing other people and be open to receive whatever God has for you. I would pray about this and, and where God wants you and how to get plugged in right? And the next steps and what that looks like. But I also want to highlight, I have learned how to stay until the grace lifts. Okay. And that could be months, that could be years, right? You know, and there could be some where you're just like, this is where I'm supposed to be. But I think sometimes people get rooted in a community and they think that this is like forever, ever, right? And that's not always true, right? And sometimes when we have that mentality, we can take things for granted also. So rule of thumb, pray, be present, and stay committed, involved, engaged, present until the grace lifts, right? Until you know, like, whoop, like I no longer have energy for this anymore. I no longer have the same passion. Like I feel like I'm being called somewhere else. That's okay, right? Because some things are just seasonal. So keep that in mind, okay? So those are some tips I have about community so that you can be really intentional about building it because a general rule of thumb that I've come to learn in life is that Community is not something that you build necessarily when you need it. Now you can, but you always want to be com building community so that you have people in your life when you're really going through things, right? Fortunately, when I found out some really tough news, I had built community that was really strong at least up to three years before that that could, you know, I knew who to trust. I knew who I could share um information with that was really vulnerable information, right? And trust that they would hold that and, and practice confidentiality, right? And then also point me back to God. So that was something that was really important, but I don't know that I would have had that or would have been able to reach out had I not invested in building community seasons prior with me. So you always want to be building community because it brings so much life to you, okay? And there are people that can hold your arms up sometimes when you can't do that for yourself, all right? So a couple of other things to think about if you are led to build thriving community as well. I'm just going to give you some tips or some strategies here about how, how to start doing it, okay? So first one is form an identity, right? What do you want really as the undercurrent of your community, okay? Think about that. What is this vision that you have for the community? What is the identity of the group? What are you about, right? And why is this so important? Why is this so needed? Okay. And then find 
people, at least 10 people, let's say, to get started that, that fit into that identity that you envision, that fit into this vision, that, that are wanting to, to be in this with you, okay, and do this with you, okay? That's number one, form identity. Number two is earn trust, okay? Trust isn't just given, it is earned. <laughs> Hopefully you haven't had to learn that the hard way, but earn trust, get buy-in, for a community from these members, right? Share your vision, get their feedback, let them know that, that they're as much a part of this as you are and that you want this to be a very life-giving community. This is what it's about. This is what you envision. What do they think? Where can it be refined, right? Like get their buy-in, okay? Number three is fuel participation, right? Nobody wants to be in a group or a community where there's not engagement or participation and it's always a downer, right? Like you really want to fuel participation, ideally in person. So what are ways that you can get together and meet? Is it monthly? Like get some sort of consistency around that, right? When you guys aren't meeting, is there a connection? Do you have a group text going on? There's so many different apps that you can take advantage of. What does that look like? Are you in a private Facebook group? What are you doing with this? Do you want it to be public? Do you want it to be private? Like, what is this thing? But fuel participation, right? Like, it is not fun when one person has to do all of the work in community. And it's ideal when you know where people are gifted and talented. So if somebody has a gift for hospitality, you know, maybe they can host or uh, help create spaces at different places, or if you have somebody that's really good at being organized and shooting out emails and um, setting things up behind the scenes, you get the idea. But when you can delegate and do things together, it's way more fun. Okay. Number four is reward. Validate the members. Validate that members are getting value. This is something that I honestly recommend checking on every time because sometimes people can have different visions for groups, okay? Like a classic example, I was in a group where folks had come out of recovery groups and were expecting it to flow like a recovery group, but that's not what was best for the group as a whole, right? But having a conversation with everybody really validated what do people want and need out of this group and what are we going to do as a group, right? So it doesn't feel like that idea wasn't valuable. Okay, so make sure that everybody's getting valuable and check in with people. What do they need more of? What do they need less of? Are we honoring everybody's time? Are we meeting at the same place? Are we being flexible with schedules? What does that look like, right? And then five, I would say repeat steps one through four. Uh, and is, as you grow, let's say, you can grow if you want to invite new members and give existing members the opportunity to invite other people. What does that look like? Is that what you want to do? right? Or do you guys want to branch off and start your own groups, right? What does that look like? But just really understanding that community is important. That That is something that you can really do in person, okay? There, there could be another phase where if you do want to grow, you can actually move and scale online. We live in a world where that's possible. So you can, you know, identify some of the admin or founding members of a group online. You can still earn the trust. You can fuel online participation. There's different ways that you can do that. You can still reward and collect feedback and you can still grow and invite more members into the group, right? So you can basically scale what you do in person and do it online. You can also just start online. It depends on what you want to do. Maybe you do a lot of things online and then you build to an event of some kind where people can actually meet each other if you're local right? Or you can all fly to some cool place and just hang together, whatever that is. But 
recognize that there's not a, a one size fits all way to do community, but that community is so valuable. We again are wired for connection. And I think sometimes there's this expectation that the right people are just going to come into your life. Well, if you only stay at home, or if you only go from your home to the workplace, right? Or if you're so, so busy that you never have time for community, your community's not gonna find you. And even if they, they do bump into you, you're not gonna make space in your life for community. So think about that, right? If you have a heart for connection and a heart for relationships, how are you creating space in your life to not only just receive, but to give also? And then recognize too, that there are seasons where you do just need to receive, <laughs> especially if you're somebody that's been a giver all of your life and you've been wired for that. You absolutely can be in a season to just receive, but don't get too comfortable there. Recognize again when the grace is, is lifting for that season and you do want to get back into community and who are those people now? What do you need? What do you want? And what are you willing and prepared to give? What do you have to give that community can really benefit from? There's something so beautiful about people coming together. You really get to see who you are and how you function <laughs> with others. It's great to have outlets beyond just family, right? And, and just work and really get connected and, and see how you show up in different environments. You can learn so, so much about yourself and where you want to grow and what that looks like. So can't say enough about community, but I do want to honor how difficult that that's been for most people, particularly that have a heart for connection, but feel like it's so hard. And it doesn't have to be hard. It can seem like there is effort at the front end, but it's so worth it. So if you are in that space of it being hard, my word of encouragement is to pray, to ask God to highlight to you the people that he wants you to be connected to in this season, to ask him to bring divine helpers, divine connections and friendships into your life that you need, right? And that will be a blessing and to help you to really recognize how to start having healthy, thriving relationships in your life, to help you in any way where you can grow and to be a healthier, more holistic, whole thriving person so that you can also attract that in others as well. And I like to think too, as much as we we pull from others going forward and really honor their journeys, make sure that you're always pouring into others as well. We, we underestimate how little people have actually been mentored and given life skills and how hard life can actually be without people that can deal hope and joy and build bridges. So just want to encourage you around community today. If this message blessed you, make sure that you subscribe to this podcast. You can also copy the link to the podcast and share it with a friend. But I would love some stars, some comments. I love hearing from you. You can also connect with me over at julianapage.com. That's where you can find all the social medias. I have books over there and I also have two new books coming out, which is super exciting. So if you haven't subscribed to my newsletter, I am not a spammer, <laughs> but that would be the best way to, to get the update when you can pre 
order the books. So make sure you do that. There's also courses over there if you are one of those nerds like myself that likes doing self-paced personal development on the side. That that has, you know, there's a course over there blah, 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 called U2.0. And it's all about accessing this next level version of you and, and everything that's entailed. There's videos and lots of homework assignments and you can really divide it out over a six week time period if you're doing it you know, over time, some people are cray and want to binge it in a weekend. You can do that too. You'll get full access to it. There's also coaching programs over there as well and other ways that we can connect. So go explore. And until next time, guys, stay blessed.